supposed to invite guests into the sukkah. Ushpizin, I'm glad we invited you. You're not a guest, but we're glad to have you. Cantor, wow, in the sukkah, it's wonderful. We are told to celebrate Sukkot seven days, to dwell there, and even add another. And as I said, it's not just a means of rejoicing in the fall harvest, which is one thing that our beautifully decorated sukkah, embellished by pumpkins and strong apples and lights, represents and helps us to fulfill. No, the Torah reminds us to enter the sukkah and zocher. Remember, we were once a nomadic people. We were former slaves who miraculously left the ethically weakened and essentially flawed stone structures of Egypt. We left them behind, the remains of which you can tour today. And we escaped instead Bamidbar. We went into the wilderness of the unknown. And there, God had us dwell. And those fragile temporary structures, physically flawed as they may be, those flimsy things out there, they represented our salvation. So the booths we built today, they're a zecher, a reminder that new, we Jews were once homeless. And we were in such desperate straits that despite our freedom, we had to seek whatever flimsy shelter we could find. Our ancestors, they settled for the protection of unfinished roofs and walls. But you know, I think they also felt that they were wrapped in the comfort of the palpability of God's presence, being with them as they sought a new path forward. As we just heard the cantor sing so beautifully, the prayer book references that presence it's like a sukkah within a sukkah. When we make a request that God place a sukkot shalom around all of us, a booth of protection. You see, we pray to connect with that ineffable sense of the divine presence. We ask God to shield us and give us courage and the wherewithal to hold on to hope even as we acknowledge our fragility. Humble as they were, let us not forget that it was in those boots, in a sukkah within a sukkah, that our ancestors found the courage and the tenacity, this former ragtag enslaved group, to dream big and to make their way to Sinai. And there at that mountain, while still abiding in these temporary dwellings, they received Torah, and they introduced a revolutionary vision of human purposefulness as they then made their way towards the promised land and tried to become a light to the nations. They didn't have great condos. What did they have? A flimsy booth. In this time of challenge in which we find ourselves, as nature places fear in so many, with hurricane forces, the shifting of tectonic plates, tearing up homes in Puerto Rico, Florida, Texas, and Mexico, the winds making so many homeless as are the earthquakes, we know that the sukkah, that temporary shelter, takes on 
renewed vital importance. It's no longer an ancient symbol of the past, but very much an essential part of the present for so many people. When despite all that we've built up in our plastic civilization with our towering cities made of steel and glass and cement, the forces of nature tear them down as do the forces of human hatred, of egoism, the Yetzer hurrah that can strike out at us amongst towers in places like Las Vegas, reminding us of our fragility, our vulnerability, as the structures we built in our lives collapse. Yes, we try to build up so much, but in an instance, it can be torn asunder. It's one thing when that happens as a result of nature, it's horrible when our world crumbles about us due to a violent, intoxicated culture where those who are the ultimate idolaters of the self cause murder and mayhem. It's in times like this that I need to go into a sukkah and that we need that shelter for others to remind us of our fragility. But when you go into a sukkah, what do you also feel? a sense of hope. Do you like the sukkah that's out there? It's beautiful. Hope that we must maintain in the human possibility that when we invite Sukkot Shalom, the indwelling presence of the Holy to come and be there with us, to comfort us and encourage us, even as we're struggling to rebuild. But then we get that strength, I think, to try to go forward and believe in life's promise. At the end of Sukkot on Wednesday, we will dedicate a new Torah scroll that I think represents in a tangible way that Sukkot Shalom we invite, that ineffable presence of the divine to come inspire us and give us hope. It's a scroll that survived the Nazi attempt to blot out any memory of our people for some strange reason, the evil force which blew up synagogues and Jewish community centers just as they attempted to vaporize our entire genetic evidence of our existence. For some reason, those Nazis preserved around 3,000 Torah scrolls in a museum just outside of Prague, a warehouse museum. When the Allied forces came into that area and captured it, they found those scrolls. And not knowing what to do with them and no Jewish community present anymore, the scrolls made their way to London and to the protection of the Westminster Synagogue, which cared for them, and then developed a program of lending them to synagogues that would use them. Well, because of the generosity of a member of ours, Anita Barsman, we are allowed to borrow one now, and it's been brought, and brought here. You return it if the community from whence it's derived is revived. And miraculously, that has happened in a few places. So we will receive that Sukkah Wednesday night. I mean that Torah Wednesday night. This ongoing Jewish connection to keeping Torah in our midst is for me not only about showing Am Yisrael high that we are alive as a people, but it is that physical manifestation of the presence of the Holy that inspires us to feel something more that despite all the challenges we face in a complex world, we Jews should keep fearlessly going forward.
The Torah's values and teachings are greater than the hate of the haters. And those values can help us overcome our own sense of limitation and continue to be something more. It's a privilege to adopt that Torah. And we follow in so doing in the footsteps of many brave Jews who in darker times understood that they could save that sukkot shalom, that presence, for good, despite the evil around them. I'll never forget my Rosh Hashiva at Hebrew Union College, Alfred Gottschalk. He took on the leadership of the college as president. He helped create the Jerusalem campus, now partially named the Taube Center. And despite those things, I didn't understand what drove this man who when I was a headstrong student, I had many disagreements with him until I heard his story about Kristallnacht. On the night of broken glass, when the Nazis burned down most of the synagogues in Germany, his grandfather gave him tattered shreds of a Torah scroll that he risked his life to take out of the river. They were floating there. And he grabbed the shreds and he gave them to Dr. Gottschalk. And he said, one day, you will put these together again. Like the scroll we borrow. There are other scrolls that are witnesses to this indomitable spirit of hope. Another one's on display at the Museum of Jewish Heritage where Selig Bangberger in New York, he was a chemistry and physics teacher. He ran in and rescued it from the flames that night. Another's on display in Boston, where Leo Trepp, great German historian, Jewish historian and rabbi, snuck out of Germany a Torah with him, and its cover that was also saved, his widow, Gunda, is giving us to put on our new Torah. So we hope you come and join in the march that will start at Little Sisters of the Poor and then be under our great sukkah in front of the main sanctuary next Wednesday and help us bring that symbol of sukkah shalom into our midst. We will dedicate it and despite the pain, we will dance and express joy. For we are going forward from Sinai to our promise, ever renewed, ever dedicated as a living Jewish people to bring a higher sense of meaning to life and to the larger world. The hate of the few or the many, the selfishness of the human ego, none will stop us. From the words of the prophet Zechariah, not by might and not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Eternal. Whoever you are blocking the way, you shall be made level. And we will go forward and proclaim as we will do in the sukkah. Beautiful, beautiful. Amen.